Welcome to Cheers Fit with Marie D and Emma C. I'm Marie. I'm Emma. Welcome, everyone. I'm going to open up our sketch here. Oh, yeah. I just Perfect. a nice updated one. Welcome back, you guys. It's been a while since we last potted because we've been really having troubles coordinating. We've just been both been so busy and with the time change, it's just been like so unfortunate. The busiest. We've actually been the busiest. But it's been good because we have lots of updates for you guys. There's lots of really like hot topics right now, hot news. Well, when I was first making this on like Tuesday, there was like not really any news. And then it like really ramped up. But it's just been like coming in. It's really been coming in and like I'm here for it. Like some of the stories are sad, but like I'm here for it. Yeah, some of the stories are sad, but we obviously need to report on them. Um because we're hard hitting journalists. We are hard hitting journalists. Like if someone's like, like, what's your profession? I'm like, oh, I'm an accountant like, slash journalist. Like, I hit the stories hard. Oh, for sure. Like, not even, po- I think podcast is, like, the wrong title. Yeah, like, I, I'm more than a pod, like, we are journalists. Like, we are news report, we report the news. Like, I don't report it directly. But, like, I report it by association because I can't read the news. Yeah, we, yeah, you can't read the news. But we've decided that you are banned reading the news but I am banned from crafts true Emma can't do crafts I really shocked myself this year and like I'm gonna get into the crafts like I can do them also I just want to say happy national best friend day oh that's so nice it's I so nice yeah so we're just celebrating internationally today oh that's special it's great like, cheers it was technically cheers well, to you. I guess it was technically yesterday here but it's today national, national rosé yeah. day here <laughs> So, really, like, we just got a lot of holidays this week. It's great. So many holidays. I also just came off from a long weekend. It was the Queen's birthday long weekend in New Zealand. Yeah. So How was it? we went to Melbourne. And Melbourne. T- Melbourne. Melbourne. Tell us about it. Um, it was lit. So, Melbourne has 4 million people, which is the same number of people that live in all of New Zealand. Which is literally insane. Um, it is a really cool city. I could for sure live there. It literally has everything you could ever want. And like, it has different neighborhoods, kind of like LA and like New York, where they all have like cool bars, restaurants, shopping. Um, the craziest thing though, is that they, like most of the clubs, they like their mainstream, like it's either a bar lounge or like a dirty grungy club. And these dirty grungy clubs don't close. Like they open up on Friday and they close, like, Monday afternoon. Which is actually so insane. Like, I don't understand. Like, how do you get staffing for that? Like, oh, I'm just working no the 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. shift. Like, who, who would want to work that? I honestly, like, I don't know. Like, they're I obviously on know. drugs working that shift. But, like, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, when I was in the club, I just, like, automatically assumed that it's, like, before 3 o'clock. Yeah, and then you look, and it's, like, 6 a.m., yeah, well, I didn't stay up that late. I think the latest was like, oh, James is taking all the garbage out. Thanks, oh, James. Oh, thanks, James. <laughs> I just want to say also that he said that um, last podcast was not my best, and I take direct offense to that because every podcast is my best one. So, like, <laughs> at Jimmy Jam Jumbo, hit me up and let me, know, let me know how I'm doing on this pod. Like, I'm more awake this time. It's like... 5.25 p.m. my time. So this is, like, my prime hour. Like, I'm rested. This, I'm here. I've been eating really nutritious ready. food. I'm it's ready. There. Yeah, like, I'm just ready. I'm, like, in peak physical podcast condition. 
And so I just want to give a shout out and like say sorry to any of my followers who thought that like it wasn't my best podcast, even though that everyone really is my best one. So you just like don't do well, like late night sometimes, but we've been having some late night chats for all three of you. Yeah. Like all week, all week I haven't gone to bed before 11, which is like so late for me. And like, I've really been, I, I think I've really been like surviving. Like I've been thriving and surviving. You've been sending it. I've been sent. I've been, I've been going full send all week since last yeah. Thursday. Um, okay, but to continue my story about Melvin. Oh yeah, keep going, keep going. Um, it was we just like wandered around the city. We went out on Friday night. I was like super hungover on Saturday. I like didn't think I would make it through brunch, and then I had like half a Bloody Mary, and then I like got up, started walking around, and then I could feel the vodka kick in, and then I went and, and then you went back to life. Yeah. Like, yeah, honestly, like, take it from someone who, like, perseveres through, I, yeah. I don't even get hungover, I just more get, like, tired, have another drink, just have another drink and it'll help you. It honestly, like, it's, it's the sleep, if I don't really sleep, though, like, if, as long as I yes. get, like, it's the sleeping. four, if, if I get, like, four hours, that's, yeah. like, a good drunk sleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, Saturday, we just wandered around, hit some, they have really cool, like, patios. Also, every single, like, bar lounge has a rooftop, which Vancouver needs more of. Vancouver, okay, I was talking to someone, and we were, oh, I was talking to Susan and Gert, because we're going to go for dinner on Sunday, and we were like, let's yeah. hit patio. And we're thinking, like, there aren't that many patio, like, rooftop patios, let alone, like, just patios that are no, actually good, that, like, aren't trash. Well, there's, like, literally the only good one is the keg. Yeah. So, like, we're going to go to the Greek because it's, like, quaint. It's a Sunday. It's, like, chill. But, yeah. like, there aren't that many good patios, which is shocking because Vancouver, I feel like, is such, like, a restaurant foodie city. Yeah. No, we definitely don't have enough patios. No. Honestly, sometimes it upsets me. It, <laughs> you look really <laughs> upset. She's, like, smiling. <laughs> It upsets um, me we also. Like, hit up like more Granville Island. We I really should the, now that like, like Mahoney dock and Sands dock side. Well, I guess Ooh, the one that's like further down. The one that's attached to Mahoney and Sands, the one with like the rooftop, like the upper patio. Yeah, like the yeah. stamp landing one. Yeah, yeah which it like nice. it looks like a dive. Like I wouldn't sit inside, but I'd sit outside. No, it's I. We had my dad's birthday there. His fiftieth, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I could go there. Like, when you're back in August. I have so many plans for when you're back in August. Just, like, stay tuned. I, I am so excited. No, I but you don't know about them. You don't know about any of them. Do it's like a surprise! Have, like, are you just going to, like, text me and say, like, a scavenger head? Like, be here at 5.30. Just wait. You just wait. Oh, my God. This is so fun. Um, okay, the other thing that was really exciting in Melbourne is I saw a penguin. Which is so cool. Penguins are the weirdest animals. I don't understand. They're so cute. Like, I saw one in the wild, not at the zoo. I was supposed to go to the zoo on Monday. Wait, you saw one just, like, walking on the road? Yeah, that wasn't in the zoo, that video I took. Why was it just walking on the road? Like, do they just have them? in the road. You're making shit up. (laughs) No, because in St. Tilda, there's, like, breakwater. Like, the one in Vic. Yeah. And that's where they sleep under the breakwater. So they're they're, so they're, they're like a duck. They're like a duck in Australia, is what you're saying. Well, no, because they don't wander around. They like well, they obviously the get ocean. up and like eat stuff. Yeah, they swim in the water. It's not like a downtown duck. No, it's not a downtown duck. Okay. Yeah, it was but like, I saw penguin live wow. too, actually. Live, <laughs> live and in color. 
Um, and then I went up the like sky. It's called the Eureka Sky Deck, and it is that looks the nice. highest residential tower in the Southern Hemisphere. Wow! Yeah. So I've been to a lot of high places because I did the Tokyo Sky Tree one too. Well, and then you're going. Are you going to tell people what you're doing for your birthday? <gasps> oh my god! Yeah, I forgot. Um, so so Emma's birthday is July 9th. So it's a Monday, which, like, kind of sucks, but I'm going to force everyone to go out for dinner. Yeah. Like, I kind of want to take it off. Also, that's the thing here. Uh, or in Australia, it is. You get your birthday off. What? Yeah. So, like, I know one girl who came from, like, uh, not KP Australia, but another office and, like, got hired at KPMG. Oh, hold on one she second. Like, we have a guest. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. We have a guest. Say Hey. Wait, what? <laughs> you were on the Cheers Bitch podcast. Shut the front door. I'm like, really? It is the Steph Knight. At it's producer, producer Steffi is phoning in because she's at her other corporate job. I can't handle with the time. Super corporate. With the, we can't disclose where she works because of privacy, but, like, with the time change, producer staff just, like, can't be here for all of our pods, and it's so sad, and so I'm so happy that you can say hi to our listeners, so they miss you. They've been writing in and being like, where's producer staff? Um, welcome, listeners. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, can I call you back? Yeah, yeah, please do. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> wow, everyone, that was so unplanned. That was producer Steph. Producer Steph. Um, and then what do you do? Also, okay, the food in Melbourne was so good. A lot of the restaurants have this thing where you just go and you, it's like usually between like 50 to 70 a person, but it's just called Feed Me, and they just like bring you shit. Wow. And so you get to try everything's meant to be shared. That's and you sweet. get to try everything, and it's so good. We had some really, really good food. That's sweet. Um, what a good experience. But yeah, for someone who, like, was never interested in going to Australia, I'm it's actually I cool. Did, and now I, I want to go, like, explore, like, Sydney and, like, Brisbane yeah. and, like, do a trip. I love it. So, yeah. So, uh, you also had a lit up weekend. I had a lit up weekend. So, Kelsey and I went to go visit Kendra in Saskatoon. She's doing her schooling in Regina. Um, so we went to, we flew into Regina and we drove up to Saskatoon. It is very flat there. Very flat, but like people know how to party. Like they have really good bars and like quite good restaurants, which I was really, well, Regina doesn't, but Saskatoon does. Like they have, like their nightlife is like, it's not like obviously like the best, but like I was pleasantly surprised and it seems like there's quite a few young people. People like they have hot guys there. Like, I don't know why they're all hiding out in Saskatchewan, but like. Feel free to come over to BC, first of all. And they're all gentlemen, and everyone knows how to dance. Like I love being cool. We went to a country bar on Saturday, and, like, they were all so polite, and they would come up and, like, start chatting, and then be like, hey, like, would you like to dance? And, like, I don't care what their motive is. Like, it was just nice. It was nice, like, not to have, like, slimy guys come up and, like, touch you. And yeah. then, because it's like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it was lit. I was very tired this week. I had to leave work early on Monday because I was falling asleep at my desk because we flew back on Monday morning. But it was a good trip. I, my favorite part was when you FaceTime me wasted. Oh, yeah. I FaceTimed Emma when I got home from hanging out. Um, yeah. I, I, she took screenshots of me. And the pictures are nice. <laughs> the pictures are really – I just look really happy. 
I just feel like I don't think there's been a time, though, where I have been completely sober and you have been wasted. No, never, because usually we're together. Or, yeah, or like, I'm drinking, too. It was too. so weird to, like, witness it, because you're just, like, I don't realize that, like, you talk in circles, because I probably talk in circles. Like, 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 what, what, what was, okay, don't say what I was saying, but just, like. <laughs> but, like, I would say something, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm, like, at home, I'm not feeling well, and you're like, oh, yeah, but tonight, like, <laughs> this, like, you would not acknowledge anything that I said. That's so mean. I probably do that, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it was just so funny to, like, witness. Because clearly, so clearly when we're both witnessing, we just talk at each other and nothing gets done. Or we, like, encourage each other too much, which we know happens. For which we do know happens. Like, I feel like I am a pusher, for sure. Like, I'm realizing for that sure. now. Uh, before, I was always like, no, 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 like, I'm fine. Like, I, I don't push drinks. Some people, but I definitely do. I'm like, yeah, we're going to have a good time myself. Myself. Yeah, I'm like, I can do this. <laughs> Like, like, like when you're drinking, where I just like want to keep drinking. When you're drinking in your head, you're like chug, chug, chug. (laughs) I like count in my head. Yeah, no, for sure. But last night I did something so smart when I went to the, because I I wasn't really like drinking a lot last night. Like we're going to the All Blacks game today. We're going to start drinking at like four. Which is so fun. I want to be lit up for this game. For sure. Oh, for sure. In it, yelling. I want the haka. Oh, oh. I think so we'll, they'll do the hockey, re- whoa, Haka, regardless, won't they? They'll do it at the beginning because it's a Maori war dance, so I learned this when I went to the Maori village. But they do it because they want to defeat their opponent mentally first before they defeat them physically. Interesting. And then it also gets them, like, hyped up. Are you getting ready? I am getting ready. Yeah, so I only have, like, a few. I No, I still have, like, a fair bit to drink, but I feel like once I start drinking vodka, it's, like... Okay, now that I drink more vodka, it's, like, I think I don't realize, because, like, usually, like, okay, up until probably, like, two years ago, I really only drank, like, wine. I very rarely drank vodka. And then we yeah. just started drinking vodka more, and because we would buy, like, we'd go and buy, like, a 60 or a 40 at a time, because it's very economical yeah. and, like, we're really good at saving money, we... Like, I just feel like there's more to have. Like, it's just never-ending, and then I'm also not realizing, like, how much I'm drinking, and I'm still in control, but, like... We drink a lot of vodka. We do, and, like, our tolerance is also very high. Yeah, it's scary, but I'm gonna drink... I'm gonna try to find those, like, vodka mixed drinks today. Yeah, for sure, like, nudes. Uh, but, yeah, so I, like, I had a few drinks at the bar, but then I, I got... I also paid for no drinks last night. It was amazing. Yeah, which is how it should be, for sure. Yeah, I love it. Um... But when I went to the bathroom, I had, like, a vodka soda, and I was like, you know what? I don't really want this anymore, but I, like, like holding a drink in my hand, so I just, like, poured it out and filled it with water, but it's still the ice and the lime in it, and I'm yeah. like, wow, this is so smart. Honestly, and people were like, oh, chug your drink. Do you want another one? And I was like, gladly, I'll chug this. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, I water. Thanks, water. ugly guy. Yeah, okay. it was, like, one of those bathrooms where it's, like, in, it's a sink, like, in a stall, like, a fully enclosed bathroom yeah. with, like, a sink and stuff, which oh. also, I think, is weird to have at a bar, because, like... What if people just hook up in the bathroom? Yeah, 100%. Right? Which is, like, I feel like it's, like, unsanitary. Yeah, but I feel like that you shouldn't have, like, fully enclosed washrooms and bars, because that's, like... No, for sure not. Yeah. 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 Okay, should yeah. we should we get into the hot news? We should get into the Like, hot I feel news. like people do care what we're doing, but, like, they just want to hear the news. Like, we are journalists. That's why we we're here. We are the journalists. Okay. So, the first one is a sad story. 
um, it's like not breaking, but like it just happened. It just like, happened, yeah. Like within the past 24 hours. Very so, sad. CNN reported Anthony Bourdain is dead at 61. So Bourdain's death has shook. Bourdain's death shook television viewers around the world. The most common sentiment: I feel like I've lost a friend. Um, so he was found, CNN said Bourdain was in France working on an upcoming episode of his award-winning CNN series, series Parts Unknown. His close friend, Eric Repair, the French chef, found Bourdain unresponsive in a hotel room Friday morning. He was 61 and took his own life. Which is, like, so sad. I feel like, like, he had so much going for him and, like, so many resources were available and, like, I saw Rose McGowan posted a video and it was like something that you're doing is so permanent for a temporary problem. And like, obviously it doesn't feel temporary to the person that like feels that low and is depressed. And I don't really know much about it, but it's just so sad. It's so sad. I love all of his shows and like all of his cooking stuff. I find his voice very soothing. Yeah. He's so talented too. Well, and I think it's sad too, because he obviously had like a, a rough, Past. Yeah, no, for sure. And he, his last interview, he had just spoken out about drug use and how he was doing better and he didn't feel like he needed to turn to substances to, like, deal with his issues and all that stuff. And Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder if they'll do, I feel like Netflix will probably do, like, a special. Oh, probably, because he already had a show with Netflix, did he not? Um, a or, lot of his shows are on Netflix. Yeah. Or So, yeah, not with Netflix, but, like... They're, like, all on, yeah. on Netflix. Um, also, um, so because we just want to do, like, a little awareness post because Kate Spade also committed suicide yes. this week. She was 55. And just and Avicii, that, that's still weighing heavy on our hearts. It is. Um, so suicide is a growing problem in the U.S. Uh, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention published a survey on Thursday showing suicide rates have increased by 25% across the country wow. in nearly two decades, ending in 2016. So it's we're just like, obviously it's hard. I feel like mental illness is not it, spoken about. No, it's not. And even in Canada, it's not really at all. And it's so sad. No, like, if someone has cancer, everyone knows, and, like, everyone, like, rallies around, like, them and, like, the family to help out, but, like, no one talks about mental illness when it should definitely be treated the same. And, like, now we have Bell Let's Talk, but I feel like that's really the only thing that we have that's, like... Yeah, I feel like there's so many other things, but... um, So, yeah, just, like, what you see on Instagram and, like, this world where people... Instagram pisses me off. Yeah, like, in this world where, on paper, like most people seem to have their shit together just need to be conscious that they're clearly doing stuff like Kate Spade I didn't know like no she was battling depression and well just for someone that had such an uplifting and positive brand it's just crazy the fact that she you know was that well and obviously she didn't own it anymore but it's so crazy the fact that she you know had her demons as well so it just goes yeah. to show that what you're seeing on Instagram everyone is struggling with something Instagram is only highlight. Everyone's tolerance level for life happenings is different. Yeah. Um, and so it's sad that this we're losing these very prominent people or in anyone. our society. I'm going to miss Anthony Bourdain. That one, that one really hit home for hit, you? Hits home. But when I was Googling it, I thought it was interesting that um, his current girlfriend, Agent Arge- Asia Argento, was among the first women to publicly accuse disgraced movie mogul, mogul Harvey Weinstein of rape. 
And uh, Bourdain came out and said, I stand unhesitatingly and unwaveringly with the women, not out of virtue or integrity or of high moral outrage as much as I'd like to say so, because... But late in life, I've met one extraordinary woman with a particularly awful story to tell who introduced me to other extraordinary women with equally awful stories. Honestly, there's shit, like, swirling around her, too, though, because she was photographed yesterday in Italy with some guy. Really? Yeah. And I was listening, that podcast that I was telling you about, I was listening to it, and it's like, I guess that was about Kate Spade, but there's just so much stuff that you don't know about people that, like, comes out when something bad happens and it's actually insane like people have so many like not skeletons in their closet but just there's so much more information that what's actually put out there oh it's so interesting i'm really excited the toast is gonna have nt on from crazy days and nights who's like yeah. a hollywood blind website uh, if you want to check it out and you love blinds you should definitely look at that also so I'm excited to hear him speak the podcast um fame is a bitch is also all about Hollywood Blinds. There's one on Kate Spade and uh, Andy Spade that was just released today. I listened to it. It's, like, okay. very I'm going to do that later. Um, yeah, so that's our sad story for today. And then we're just going to, like, ramp it up. Just here. ramp it up with some, like, cool stories to get your Saturday, or I guess Friday, but this will be posted on Saturday. Woo! Just get okay, it kicked up. Story. Uh, this this one course. shakes me to my like I'm shook to my core. Shook. IHOP announces mysterious name change. Like this is With stupid. The pancakes. IHOP says it's changing its name to IHOP, and it'll explain why on Monday. The six-year-old franchise franchise's coy announcement was made on Twitter on Tuesday. For 60 pancaking years, we've now been IHOP. Now we're flipping our name to IHOP. Find out what it could be on June 11th, 2018. Speculation is that the B will stand for breakfast, but not everyone is so keen uh, on the change, which set off a Twitter Twitterati storm. Someone sue at IHOP for changing their name. What kind of anarchy is this? Honestly, International House of Bacon? This is stupid. I refuse to call it IHOP. You could literally cannot make me. Um, a spokeswoman for the company confirmed to the post that the name change is not a joke. IHOP, IHOP parent... Dine Brands Global, based in Glendale, California, changed its name to Dine Equity in February. Okay, what what do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be International House of Breakfast. It would be stupid to make it anything else. Yeah, it's definitely going to be breakfast, but, like, I hop. Like, also, I was as soon as I heard this, this is so mean, but there's, like, that joke, and it's like, where does Cherry Fox go for breakfast? I hop. <laughs> A little Canadian joke there for everyone. <laughs> Terry Fox scares me. That's a fun fact. I, that's so mean. I'm sorry. And that was uh, Justine. I'm sorry. That was insensitive. <laughs> but like, you can't even use that joke anymore. IHOP. Okay, like, not that I've been to IHOP, but like, in so long because we go to like more like bougie breakfast places. Yeah. Does IHOP even serve alcohol? I have no idea. I actually I don't know. Go. I'm assuming that they do. You know, I used to go a lot, like, as a kid, because there was one, like, near my near house. Near your house? I used to go with my grandparents, because they really liked it, but, like, yeah. I haven't obviously been there for, like, years, because there's not one near us. You know where I went when I was in Saskatoon? Denny's. Oh. And it was, like, a good, it. like, 3.30 a.m., like, snack while I had breakfast, but, like, it was so good. Denny's reminds me, I think I went to Denny's, I've been there once, like, on my birthday. Why, did they give you free stuff? Yeah, but it, you get a free Grand Slam. 
Wow, did you eat the whole thing? Absolutely not. But you, it needs to be like your actual birthday. Like they check your ID. Oh, interesting. I mean, I don't need to go there when I'm home. I'm just going to stick to my like regular scheduled program on my 3 a.m. Maybe I'll put that on my list of surprises. I'm so, I'm like, I don't know if you're joking. Like, what are these surprises? Oh my God, just stay tuned. It's going to be lit. I, we're doing like one weekend away or a night away. Yeah, that's that's not part of the surprise. Also, the, the boys never texted us back, so call him back. Okay, well, happy best friend day. Happy best friend day. Happy Valentine's. Oh yeah, they did. Happy Valentine's. Obviously, you don't care, and like we're gonna have to replace you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, we need to figure out that weekend because yeah, we, we need to book something ASAP. Uh, Anyways, yeah. Sure so, we went to my next story. yeah, that story was trash. It makes me mad. Oh yeah, it's gonna be IHOP forever. Okay. Also from the New York Post, Dennis Rodman will be in Singapore for Trump Kim summit. NBA star turned Kim Jong Un's soulmate, Dennis Rodman, will be in Singapore during President Trump's summit with the North Korean dictator next week. The Post has learned the worm will arrive in the country a day before the June 12 sit down. And sources said he could even play some sort of role in the negotiations. No matter what you might think about his presence, one thing's for sure: the ratings will be huge. A source says a lot of times in situations that involve diplomacy countries like to identify ambassadors of goodwill and whether you agree with it or not Dennis Rodman fits the bill the zany six foot seven ex-baller who has struck up an unlikely bromance with a pint-sized five foot seven Kim and has visited the rogue regime five times in the past took some credit for getting the two leaders together in an April interview with TMZ Rodman said that Kim didn't understand the president until he gave the North Korean strongman a copy of Trump's ghost-written book, The Art of the Deal, for his birthday in 2017. I think Kim didn't realize who Donald Trump was at the time. I guess until he started to read the book and started to understand him, Donald Trump and King Jong-un are pretty much the same. I don't want to take all the credit. I don't want to sit there and say, I did this, I did that. That's not my intention. Like, I just, I saw this story and I had to include it because I just think it's so weird. Like, Dennis Rodman used to date Carmel Electra. Dennis Rodman is so bizarre to me, and, like, I, I feel like he was just at a height in, like, the 90s, and now he's just trash. But, like, what? Like, why are you... Why are you participating in this? This just shows how... Also, fucked up. Yeah. And by Donald Trump being president, it's just gotten more fucked up. Because it brings us a sense of celebrity to it. Yeah. And it's so like, like it's like how Kim Kardashian was at the White House the other day. That does not need to happen. Oh, and she like freed that woman. I refuse to report on that. Yeah, I don't I that's, that's China for sure. But like they're talking about that on the toast, how like literally the Kardashians run the world. They, like, they really do. Them. They have so much force behind them. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I just thought this was super weird and also just like a well written article. Like a, the zany six foot seven ex baller. Yeah, like <laughs> Getting the hard facts in a creative way. I, yeah, I appreciate it. I just think this is, like, what does he know anything about a summit between this North Korean dictator and Trump? Like, yeah. he has no place being anywhere Well, and that. it's, like, why, why did, like, did did he get invited? Did he... How did he become friends with Kim Jong-un? Why did he go to North Korea five times? Yeah, like, why do you need to That's be there? That's actually so much. I, I just don't understand. It, it's like so. It's like a little bit frightening to me. 
Mm-mm. Are you thirsty? Uh, yes. <clears throat> um, what? There's other... There's so many other articles of, like, Dennis Rodman. Dennis, Dennis Rodman wants to wine and dine King Jong-un to help ease tension. Is he um, gay? Is Dennis Rodman Dennis gay? Rodman. I feel like... Wasn't there speculation? I think he does, too. I... You know <laughs> what? Should I Google? Yeah, for sure. Like, I think there's probably a blind about it, for sure. I need to read more about uh, Anthony Bourdain's girlfriend, too. I'll do that later. Yeah, like, we'll report that on a later pod, because I feel like now more information is coming out, and, like, there was a blind about it apparently being, like, a murder-suicide, like, she would have killed him and then killed herself. Uh, he says, I'm not gay. Okay, well, just because you say something doesn't mean it's true. (laughs) I'm, like, not saying there's anything wrong with being gay, but I'm just, like, speculating, because he's, like, there's been some blinds about it. Um, yeah, I can't, nothing's really popping up, but, oh, what? I think, oh, well, this article calls him a cross-dresser. Yeah, right? Like, he's just bizarre, and the fact that he used to be on the, I think he was on the Raptors, was he not? The Bulls. Oh, the Bulls, okay. Maybe, I don't know. I know a lot about sports. I'm a true baller, you know. Okay. (laughs) You know, we we literally reported everything. Sports, Sports. tech, finance, science, science, medical drama, like, wow, celebrity, entertainment, fitness, fitness, come here for all of your news needs. We we just report on every subject. We're very well-rounded. Okay, this is um, a website called S fgate.com um and this article says mm, bill holland it's like an interview with this guy named bill holland who's a 56 year old librarian uh an irish catholic with a voice from the stoops of new york he's been watching nba playoffs on the tv and he has come to the conclusion that chicago bulls dennis rodman across that dresser who frequents gay bars in the city i think he's straight i think he's straight he's too weird to be gay what but Rodman sees himself as an important figure among gay men, although he's not gay. I think I've done more to recognize than any other professional athlete. Wow, he has a book? We should read that. We, we should actually read it, like, for our journalism. He's known for his rebounding skills, he's the best in the league, and his flamboyant. But he doesn't play anymore. No, I feel like LeBron anymore. is yeah, better he... than him. LeBron? Oh, the king. LeBron like, is so good-looking. Like, he is so attractive. I... I really want the Warriors to sweep the playoffs, um, but I think it's going to go for five games. Like, I think the Chicago will, like, not Chicago. What am I talking Cleveland? about? Cleveland? Did you see Cleveland. that Mike Fleece uh, tweeted, and he was like, um, love LeBron, like, wouldn't want him to lose, but, like, hope the game, hope it ends on Saturday because the next, or no, is there a game tonight? Is it tonight and Monday? There's a game, there's a game tonight. Yeah, because Monday. yeah, because he doesn't want the game to be on Monday because people will watch the game. And it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. Oh, that I definitely. Yeah, the game starts like in like five minutes. Yeah. Oh, I know you're watching. I'm always, I'm taping it. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I think like Cleveland will win today. Should I just like throw out a score prediction? For yeah, sure? for sure. Okay. Okay. What, what do you think? It's gonna okay. Be? 
I think Cleveland is going to win today. I don't. I yeah. I the Warriors are going to let them let them have this one. Let them so have I think one. It's going to be like one oh eight Cleveland to like one oh one Warriors. Wow. Okay. I'm I'm going to write this down. And I just wanted to like record it and get it on air because you're going to post this after the game. Okay. Yeah. But like it's been recorded. Okay. For sure. For yeah, sure. That's my, that is my prediction. We, yeah, we are recording this at 5.54 on Friday before the game. Before the game. Uh, yeah, but Tristan Thompson missed a three-pointer last game, and I was Tristan like... Tristan Thompson is Tristan. trash. Tristan Thompson isn't even good. Apparently, he's actually kind of good. I'm also annoyed that I, he's Canadian. I don't think he is. He's bringing, he's bringing <laughs> the Canadian name down. Uh, speaking of people bringing the Canadian name down, uh, he never does. We're going to move on to our next story. Sad uh, about this one. So, there's some drama going on between Pusha T and Drake. So, Pusha T has accused Drake of having a child with this stripper, and he's been supporting this child since its birth, and no one knows about it. So, I have an article here. Uh, I feel like this is true. Like, I love Drake, and, like, obviously I would support him to the death, but I feel like this is true because there have been blinds about it. And blinds are real life. Why are you, why would you be giving your money to this like, stripper. This stripper, yeah. This, obviously, it's your kid. Yeah. Uh, so, and so, as of right now, the court of public opinion seems to have rendered its verdict on the case of Pusha T v versus Drake. With a super hard-hitting takedown, the story of Adion, in which Push alleges that Drake is an absentee father to his secret love child with a porn star, the former Clips member appears to have bested the sixth god in the battle track game. By doubling down with the single covers art in which Drizzy is seen in blackface, an image Drake says was meant to highlight racism in the TV and film industries, Pusha appears to have scored a rare KO against Drake in this round. But could Drake come back at him in a different arena and win? Billboard asked the First Amendment expert attorney, James Chadwick, of Shepard Mullen Richter Hampton LLP, in the private, if the private information Pusha included in his track could leave him open to retaliation in the courts. I feel um, like, I feel like Drake will clap back with something great. I feel like he'll clap back. He's like, he's in the studio. Right, right now he's KO'd. Sick game. But he's not down and out forever. No, but I don't think he's going to like take legal action because I think it's true. Uh, yeah, I think it is too. But it's also like, I guess they can't sue for anything. No. I'm not really a no. legal expert. Um, so, yeah, they're saying there's no automatic exempt from potential liability for expression in the context of an artistic performance. Chadwick tells Billboard about whether Push is on solid ground because he leveled the attacks in a song. The context is still important because the context may affect whether or not assertions are treated as assertions of fact or as non-factual assertions. Opinion is a general category, but it's really more a question of whether or not a court would treat a statement as likely being understood by the audience as assertion of true fact as opposed to someone just mouthing off rhetorical hyperbole exaggeration. Okay, so because it's in a song, like, nothing's going to happen because people can just take it as a joke. I mean, I feel like it's not a joke, though. I feel like there's enough um, evidence. Like, he was seen in France with this hooker who's, like, not attractive. Like, I understand why all these guys go for these girls with, like, the huge fake lips and the huge tits and all this stuff, and it's, like, obviously they're guy hot. They're not girl hot because, like, I don't think they look good. No, I just want to... I saw a photo of her, but I, like, want another one. Drake. Baby Mama. We're also going to play a game later regarding Baby Mama. Very excited about that. Oh, I need to update. Her name... Oh, 
This just goes to show that nothing can stay quiet. Like, nothing is ever a secret. Like, things will come out. So, a former French porn star? Yes. I need to listen to the song. I haven't listened to it yet. I mean, it's not really a banger. It's more just, like, a diss track. Like, I would never listen to it, whereas I feel like if Drake ever does a diss track, it's actually, like, it gets to more people because it's actually, like, a bop. Yeah. Um, also, like, what is the difference? Like, this is just what happens at rap battles. Like, didn't Nick Cannon have that show? Like, how is this? Rap like, battle? There's, like, is that what it was called? I don't know. I didn't watch it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And yeah. on, like, is it James Corden? He, like, raps with people, too. And they, like, oh, they, like, yes. roast. Is it on James Corden? They, like, roast each other? Yeah, yeah. Whoa, this girl's ass is huge. Like, it's obviously fake. I mean, good for her. She's clearly living the life. But, like, apparently she got pregnant and then Drake asked her to, like, abort it. There are, like, text messages. Which I don't know how they got texts, but, like. But, like, it's surprising that, like, a lot of these rappers don't have a lot of kids. Like, Betty Wap is on his seventh No, you know who has a lot of kids? Um, Migos. Like, like the three of them. Oh, like, within all of them. Yeah. Okay, wait one sec. I don't know. Um, I don't. So, Offset has, obviously, the child with Cardi B. Yeah. You know who his real name is? Kiari. Kendrell Cephas. Um, okay, personal life. He has three children from previous relationships. Two sons, Jordan and Cody, and a daughter. And he's only... 26. And I think it's funny how it's like they're all related. Oh my god, that's so. Like, remember when we went out with those guys and they were like, yeah, this guy's my nephew? And it was like he was older than him? No, 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 no. He was like, oh, this guy, this guy's my brother. We're only a month apart. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. But like, he was a half brother. I was like, this is so racist, but this is where stereotypes come from. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I have the text messages that TMZ broke about Drake and his baby mama back in May. So the alleged convo read, Drake, I want you to have an abortion. <laughs> Sophie, <laughs> I can't kill my baby simply to indulge you, sorry. <laughs> Drake, indulge me? Fuck you. <laughs> Sophie, what? <laughs> Oh no, it should be like a French accent. Fuck. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Drake, you do you, you do know what you're doing. You think you're gonna get money. That's all I have. Honestly, it's like right? wow. You know what? That deserves a ears. Sorry, peeps. I just wanted to show my support for Emma's acting skills. Honestly, they're I have quality acting skills. Um, yeah, poor Drake. He honestly probably has, like, 37 kids. Like, I... Oh, for sure. And he just, like, pays off the baby mamas to, like, stay quiet. Mm. There's no doubt in my mind that he has more kids that, like, we just don't know about. Which is, like, fine. But it's just, like, so shocking the fact that, like, you can't afford condoms. Like, just keep them with you. Like... Wrap it up. Get one of your assistants. your assets. Protect your assets. Very Yes, for sure. For sure. Like... What the fuck? What the fuck? And I don't even have that many assets to protect. Exactly. Okay. Not as many as Drake. Okay. 
I Next up, this year. story. You're so excited. I'm so excited for it. I wish that I could be reading it right now, but like obviously I can't. And Emma, just like kill it for me. Yeah, so I don't, I'm not going to read the full article. So this is a story about a fake socialite who scammed all of New York City. Um, it's wild. It's crazy. Her name is Anna Delvey. If you Google Anna Delvey, the cut, so her last name is spelled D-E-L-V-E-Y, the cut did like an expose kind of thing. It's quite a long read, but it's super, super But it's worth it. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, it's like written from the voice of this girl, Nash, who was the concierge at the hotel where Anna was staying. Um, In New York. So I just have like a Betches article that kind of breaks it down. And is a lot shorter because I'm not going to read you. Like, yeah, no, don't, yeah, don't read the first a podcast. That's just me. So yeah, go to the cut, read it there. It's really, really, really great. Um, so over the past few months, the story of the first big scam in for the Graham con artist has come out, and it is wild. I'm already excited for the movie. Here's the story. On the surface, an Adelvi born Sorkin, age 27, is basically everyone you follow on Instagram. She was rich. She was always well-dressed in designer clothes, and she frequented restaurants whose entrees cost more than your rent. She also happened to be a massive fucking fraud, allegedly, and is currently in jail on charges of alleged grand larceny and theft of services. So how did this complete rando casually adopt lifestyle Kardashian? Um, let's take a look. So, Anna shows up with her ambiguous ambiguously accented English, giant Celine studies, and a seemingly endless supply of cash. Naturally, people fall all over themselves to be friends, this assumed trust fund baby. They spend a few months enjoying extravagant gifts, dinners, and weekend getaways until Anna's credit card mysteriously stops working and someone needs to cover the bill. In total, Anna allegedly scanned an estimated 275000 including at least 50000 in unpaid NYC hotel fees alone. Um, so, I'm impressed. I am so impressed. It's actually yeah. insane the fact that, like, one person at, like, how, how old was she? 25? 20, yeah. Can, or maybe even younger, can, like, actually scam an entire city. Like, she had the good word of, like, all these celebrities, all these foundation owners. Like, it was actually yeah. insane the fact that, like, no one knew where she came from and, like, no one questioned it. No. So the list of her purchases, not including the thousands on airfare, hotels, and vacations, covers $3,500 private jet rental, multiple Tesla rentals, $4,500 personal training session, Gucci sandals, Alexander Wang leggings, Supreme hoodies, $800 highlights, $400 eyelash extensions, chirotherapy, multiple iPhones, and a case of 1979 Dom Perignon. Um, so who is this girl? So we know that she grew up in Russia. She went to school in Germany, South London, and then she got an internship in Paris at Purple Magazine. Um, so this is probably where she kind of figured. Yeah, she, she, she definitely figured her shit out because her yeah. family was not even wealthy at all. Like she no. had probably never had a taste of any of this stuff. No, she literally comes from nowhere. Yeah. Um, so the next few years of her life after her internship are hazy, but then she emerges into the New York social scene. By 2013, she was at a Fashion Week regular, attended all the best parties, hosted celebrity dinners with random guests like Macaulay Culkin and Martin Scarelli. And Martin Scarelli, that may, I feel like we bring this up all the time. It makes me think of Luca Lacey Lakes. <laughs> I know, right? I literally, when I was thinking about that, I was like, that, that's all I can think about. Yeah. Uh, so, 
yeah, people said she was like, she wasn't super hot or super charming. She wasn't even nice, but she was just in the right place at the right time wearing the right clothes and appearing to spend the right amount of money. So why did no one stop her? At the rate that she was burning money, the fact she didn't have the capital to back it up definitely should have come up sooner. And the reason it didn't is definitely not because she had an airtight story or was particularly good at lying. To begin with, this girl was claiming to be a German heiress without really speaking German. Uh, as this uh, There's an article by The Independent that points out uh, a quick quiz in German could have cleared it all up very speedily. Uh, but no one around who was around Delvey had any interest in finding out if her story was fake. People just wanted her to keep buying shit, trusting that the payment would eventually come through. As for how she covered when the payment didn't come through, which was often, Delvey admitted I allegedly claimed un unsuccessful wire transfers from a non-existent trust fund in Germany. She also reportedly fabricated a financial advisor named Peter W. Henneke, who corresponded on her behalf when she attempted to get a loan of 25 to 35 million with various banks. The phone number associated with Henneke was found to be a burner from a supermarket. His email was an AOL account, and when people started asking questions, Delby literally pretended Henneke was dead. I cannot make this up. Ultimately, her debts caught up with her, and she was arrested outside a rehab facility passages in Malibu. How very Lindsay Lohan. Very Lindsay Lohan. Honestly, um, the fact that no one questioned this is so insane. Like, it just goes to show that people are so thirsty to hang out with, like, the coolest that they, like, won't even question it. But, like, you, you need to read the article because the fact she was, like, she had a PR agency working with her. What she wanted to do was open up this kind of, like, cultural, like, like a private club. Kind of like a Soho house. Yeah more artistic so we would have it would like be a museum but a lounge and a place you could hang and so she had like a PR firm like coming up with design stuff and she was looking at a building and like looking at leasing and like all and these people were backing her up like people were giving her their like good word like she had contacted like yeah. Jay-Z yeah and like going into these banks and just like casually asking for a cool 25 mil like what and like it's so ballsy so she's currently in jail um, so people seem to think it's horrible, Delby says, about literal prison, but I see it like this sociological experiment. Many quotes from Delby's time in jail uh, gave me pause, like when she marvels over her cellmate's accounts of identity theft. I didn't realize it was that easy. And the tidbit that the murderers were, were the most interesting to her. Um, so she still has an Instagram account. Like, she, obviously nothing is being And it's, like, very, it. like, artsy, but, like, kind of trash. Yeah, it's so weird. It's very Jaden Smith. Yeah. It just you need to go read the article. It is so fucking interesting. And it's like Again, it's the cut and then search Anna Delby. D-E-L-B-E-Y. Yeah. yeah, and and there's also like obviously other articles now around. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's so interesting. I there's for sure gonna be a movie about it. Like how can you not make a movie about this? Oh, like, there's Sophia for Coppola sure gonna be a gonna movie. Yes, 100%. And there is, like, speculation as to who should play Anna. I don't know. There was people being thrown out there. I can't remember who they said. They said, like, uh, Dakota or Elle Fanning. Ooh, I think Dakota Fanning would be good. I think yeah, Elle is I, too... Well, actually, Elle kind of has the deer-in-the-headlight look. Also, yeah, I, um, I kind of hate her, but um, whatever, Grace Moretz. Oh, Chloe Grace Chloe Moretz. Grace Moretz. Yeah, I could see to uh, like Madeline Pesh. Yes, for sure. Riverdale. Yeah, for sure. I could definitely see her doing it. Yeah. 
because she kind of looks like her too. I feel like this isn't gonna come out for like a couple of years, but like it's gonna it's gonna I'm be like excited. the it's gonna be like the bling ring. Like it's gonna be similar yeah. to that. I feel. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So should I move on to my fun stories? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So CNN reports if this would fucking load. Nearly a hundred women suffered under dancing doctor's scalpel. Lawyer says. I mean, I'm going to, like, play one of these videos just so you could hear the music. Okay. Guys, it's not exploding. Okay. Um, an attorney represented three women in cases against an Atlanta-area dermatologist known for singing and dancing while performing surgery. This is nearly 100 women who have contacted her office to claim they, too, suffered under the doctor's scalpel. In videos once posted to Dr. Wendell Booth's public YouTube channel, the board-certified dermatologist can be seen singing as she cuts into a patient or rapping and dancing with surgical instruments in hand during surgical procedures. At times, assistants and scrubs sashayed alongside her. Uh, Susan Witt, an attorney representing three women who claim they suffered from Booth's work, so this close to 100 women have reached out. So yeah, the videos are like actually kind of funny, and I think it would have been fine Had if she it, was doing this. And um, she's literally playing bad and bougie. <laughs> like, if you're doing a good job, though, like, no one is... No, no one's gonna say anything, but, like, if you're doing a shitty job, people are obviously gonna complain, and, like, the fact that you're posting and, like, boasting about it, it's not, well, posting and boasting. Posting and boasting. Yeah, because it's, like, not a common to play music in the operating room. No, like no, no, yeah, a lot that. of doctors do. But they don't, like, pick up the scalpel and, like, use it as a microphone. No, like, I mean, that's, that's a little bit much. Yeah, I wanna, I just wanna, like, hear one of the songs. Let's see. Put it close to my mic. Once it loads. But yeah, like, the vid- you need to go watch these videos on CNN, because they're, like, pretty funny. Oh, it's a fucking ad. Of course, an ad. Fucking ad. Do ads for you come up in a New Zealand accent? From there, I develop the Ken drawing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can can you not even tell now? Honestly, I'm getting, like, accustomed to it. But then I also have, like, there's so many people that... Do you hang out with better? That, like, have UK accents. Yeah, that's true. There's just, like, a meld of different accents. And I've been hanging out with, like, quite a few Canadians. I feel like, too, you're going to come back with, like, like a lit, like, number of, like, slang words that you use, and you're just like, oh, shit. Just because it's, like, what you're used to for the past, like, four months, even though it's not that long. Yeah. Okay, wait. Oh, oh no. Um, I can already tell, though, my inflection with stuff, like, when I ask a question. Oh, yeah, for sure, it's different. It has changed. Yeah. yeah. When I was in Norway, I would always end things with, yeah, because that's what they do. Yeah. Like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we're going out, yeah. we're going out to say, yeah. Oh, they're not going to play the music? Okay, fuck oh. But go watch these videos. She's, like, twerking. And they're like, whoever's filming this, though, it's, it literally looks like a music video. Like, it's not like the surgery cams. It's like, honestly, she should have done, like, the, remember the Black Beatles thing? Yeah, like, a, like, um, what is that called? What was it called? The Mannequin Challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she should have done that. Um, but yeah, go definitely go watch those videos if you want to go to the wall. There's also videos on CNN that I didn't report of an FBI 
officer, he does, he's like at a party dancing in the middle of a dance circle and he does a backflip and his gun flies out of his pocket. Oh, and he shoots someone. Pick it, up, pick it up and it goes off. Like, buddy, why isn't your safety on? Also, do you not know how to pick up a weapon? Yeah, just That's talking like, to people now that are like cops, it's like you need to, like, they drill into you, like, have your safety on at all times and it's like, yeah. it's so insane that people don't. And the way the gun's made too, it's like, when the safety's off, it's like red. Yeah. Like, you can very clearly tell. Oh, for sure. People just get too comfortable. Like, it's so sad. Yeah, for sure. Okay. The next one is a good old Canadian story um, from CBC. Ferrari mixes up Toronto and Montreal. Twitter has a field day. The racing division of Italian automaker Ferrari has released a video on its social media pages ahead of this weekend's Canadian Grand Prix that mixes up Canada's two largest cities. The video posted Tuesday on the social media page pages of Ferrari declares, we are ready for Montreal while showing a skyline that is definitely not Quebec's biggest city. Instead, a CN Tower, Rogers Centre, and the rest of the Toronto skyline are visible above Lake Ontario, even as the GPS coordinates of Montreal are plastered all over the screen. The video's text describes Montreal as an important centre of commerce, industry, and finance and praises the cultural life of the city, noting that some of the foremost orchestras are based there. The mistake did not go unnoticed as Twitter users quickly started mocking it by posting geographical mix-ups of their own. <laughs> so someone tweeted, it's like, a picture of Venice, like, of the canals with all, like, the gondolas. Yeah. And it says, please, next time come to Vancouver. <laughs> like, it's actually, who checked that? Like, did, did no one check that over? Did, like, did no one double-check that? Someone got fired over that. Oh, for like, sure. Like, there must be someone high up, like, that works for Ferrari Canada in their division. Yeah, I wonder. But should have checked that over. They, okay, so I found this article, what day is this article from? This is from June 5th, and at the publication of that, it was still up there. Like, no one corrected it. I forgot the Grand Prix was this weekend, though. That's so going to be lit. I still want to do that. I know. I still want to go to it, too. I think you're going to have a big 30th birthday, so, like, maybe I'll have a big 30th birthday. And yeah. I would like us to go to the Montreal Grand Prix. Yeah, I'm into it. Because that would be lit. Also, Montreal's just fun to begin with. Uh, Ferrari. Let me look. Scuderi Ferrari. Scuderia Ferrari. Let me look. Let me look. They've obviously, like, posted so much because of this weekend. Oh, they're posting all the lap times for qualifying. Uh, it's... I can, like, tell you how, like, Kimi Raikkonen is doing or Sebastian Vettel, but I feel like no one knows who those people no. are. No. People just don't, uh, aren't into racing. People know who Lewis Hamilton is. Yeah, because, because he's hot. He's a hottie, and he used to be Nicole Scherzinger. Um, oh, I There's about a new that. Canadian from Montreal, though. Oh, really? Um, he's pretty cute. He's young. Oh. He's him. Love it. Speaking of other professional athletes, uh, uh yeah. My dad's girlfriend's best friend's neighbor got drafted <laughs> to the Yankees and like and he's cute he's so cute but he's so cute also her best friend loves to rag on me about my love life like when I'm just coming to New Zealand she's going to meet her husband there for sure but Christine you had a fucking you athlete yeah. living beside you you never invited him over for dinner when I was there are you fucking kidding me yeah it's just trash honestly like I thought you were looking out for me and my love life clearly you're not so whatever yeah, for sure. Those are our news stories. Those are our news stories. Next today. up, we have some talk about The Bachelor. I actually want to go into this episode because I have a lot of feelings about it. I have a lot of feelings. I'm going to have, we're not going to be able to see each other because 
my notes is on oh, my phone. that's fine. I literally feel like I talked so much shit about this season. I was like, it's not going to be good. And I'm, like, I'm really pleasantly surprised. Becca, I feel like a lot of the guys are duds, but Becca is doing so well. She, she is doing so well. Okay, wait, wait, where am I? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, I have my notes. I'm ready. Um, okay, we really need to talk about Jordan, like, the model. Okay, Jordan the model is there for entertainment purposes. He's not going to win. He's definitely going to be on Paradise. Everyone's going to Paradise right now, apparently. I haven't read any spoilers, but, like, I guarantee he's going to be in Paradise. Um, the fitness girl is going to Paradise. Crystal? Yeah, I didn't really watch last Crystal. season because it was Crystal, because it was, like, kind of trash. Fucking hater. Um, but she's going, someone spotted her at the airport going to Mexico. Yeah. So, Paradise is filming right now. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to go through my notes. Okay, the guy, t- tell me the guy from Africa, what's his name? Lincoln. Lincoln. He needs to go. He's too emotional. Why are you crying? When he was, like, kissing Becca's, like, flying to the moon on the wings of a Pegasus. That's oh. so weird. Like, I don't understand what, like, you've known this girl for two days. And it was probably a pity kiss because, like, she was probably tired of talking to you. So she was just like, let's make out. Like, we what do it all the time. Wes, I have it on my iPad. Oh, perfect. My iPad, finally sing. Um, yeah, he's fucked. Like, she gave him that picture when he was like, it was like, oh, this is like my medal of honor. Like, have, this is not, you're not in ward. You literally just have to put on a tux and like crawl through some mud. You're fine. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, then he was crying about that photo that they, so basically Becca gave him for winning. Becca gave him a photo of the two of them. And yeah. then another guy, and he was like kind of like flaunting in everyone's face. Like I would be pissed off too. Like it's really annoying. And he was just, like, sure. he was being annoying about it. And so the guy was, like, you need to get rid of this. And he, like, threw it across the room. Or he threw it outside. And then Lincoln started crying. And, like, I understand that, I forget what the name, guy's name, Connor. I don't know. He. I get, yeah, some of them, all the white boy names, like, keep getting confused. Yeah, I keep getting confused. Like, I understand that it was probably really uncalled for for him to do that. But, like, why are you crying? You've known this girl for two days. Like, what are you going to carry this around in your suitcase? Like, the production will give you another one. Like, it's not a big yeah. deal. Also, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, it's so stupid. He really bugs me the wrong way. Uh, I wrote down that he uh, is a plant, like, a producer plant, because he's so over the top, like, with for all sure. the lines that he has. Yeah, for sure. He definitely is a producer plant, and, like, he's he's there. He's there yeah. for the right reasons, but, like, he needs to go. Um, I also felt like Colton did not get enough screen time. Colton was not in the episode for, like, 30 minutes, and I was like, oh, my God, did he decide to go home? Like, Colton is I'm in right. another league. Like, he is so hot. He is so good looking. Like, I hope he doesn't win, and, like, I hope... I hope he's the Bachelor. I hope one of us can date him. I hope he's the Bachelor, too. If he's not the Bachelor... We need to put in our application again. Yeah, if he's the Bachelor, I will literally put in my application and be there in, like, a second. Perfect. We need to figure this out. Okay. Um, Secondly, Blake is a gentle flower. He's in my top three. My top three are Garrett, Blake, and Colton. I love Blake. Yes. He's a gentle flower. Um, but you I, know what I wrote down about Blake? What? I said, Blake is hot as hell, flying that like a tree. <laughs> like, there's just something that is so innocent about him that I love. He's a gentle flower, but I also said he's a psycho. Which, like, but he's I, probably moldable, which but you he's, love. I love people that are, like, 
moldable. Yes, he is moldable. Um, I loved, okay, I remember I watched the After the Final Rose because I wanted to see the drama with like Ari and Lauren and all that. And he yeah. was one of the guys on After the Final Rose and he was the last yeah. guy. And I remember, with the horse. I remember yeah. watching it and I was like, I love that guy. Like his speech was so genuine. I feel like it wasn't like too gimmicky. And like the horse, like I thought that wasn't, yes, it's a gimmick, but I thought it was like pretty funny. Um, yeah. I like loved him. But okay, on their date, the fact that Becca was so happy to be smashing shit with Ari's face on it, I think is a warning sign. Like, I think it's very bizarre. Like, it's too played out. I I think that's just so weird as, like, a date idea. I think that could have been part of, like, the week one when she was, like, talking to, like, Caitlin and JoJo and Rachel. Like, they could have done that together. And that would have been, like, a fun thing. But, yeah. But Becca, I do have to say, she's looking great. She looks great. The stylist for the show is different for the stylist for the promos. The stylist for the promos needs to get fired because she looked like trash. She actually looked terrible. Her, whoever's training her is doing a great job. Oh, for sure. She's looking tone and like, obviously she didn't really know before that she was like going to be the bachelorette. Like I think it happened pretty fast, but she looks great. Like she looks like her arms, like definition. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, I also wrote down, can little John be my personal trainer? Like, imagine if he was yelling at you. For sure. But, like, that was just so gimmicky. Also, I wrote down that Becca's like, fake laugh is so infuriating. Like, when little John showed up and he, she was like, huh. Okay, Blake needs to win based on the fact that he was like, I love little John. <laughs> yes. I, okay, my prediction is Bla- Blake, Colton, and Garrett are in top three. Or top four, for sure. Garrett, for sure, makes it and then the other one, Leo's not making it far. I wrote down, Leo's hair is yuck. There's another long-haired guy that also needs to go. Don't know his name. Don't care. Who cast- I saw him no. at the end. I was like, who the fuck is that? I wrote, who cast these fuckers? <laughs> and Leo's hair was, like, everywhere on the date. Like, someone get this guy secure hair tie. Like, obviously, you've had long hair for a while. Like, somebody like get this guy. Somebody get this guy. One of these hair ties. Like, the, that don't, don't move. Your hair. That don't crinkle your hair. And, like, yeah, I, somebody kicked this guy off. I literally wrote that. Where did this other long-haired guy come from? <laughs> <laughs> also, um, Becca is a surprisingly great bachelorette. I, I really like her. And the guys are, like, entertaining. I just, okay, I wrote down a few things about Jordan. Okay. Um, I'm now going to refer to him as Zoolander. Oh, for sure. He's Zoolander. And, like, the thing is, though, his body isn't even that great. No. He, I don't think he's that good-looking. Um, but yeah, what, <laughs> like in week one when he was like, I wore this gray suit because I wanted to stand out and then like a bunch of guys came with their gray suits and he was calling it like a shark skin suit. So cool. Um, <laughs> I wrote down something so funny. Okay. I said, I feel like he's the type of guy that would wear a hat and you would take it from him, like steal it because you like him. And then he just wouldn't talk. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He would definitely not talk to you for the rest of the day. Because he like he would obviously be like wearing a hat because he like didn't do his hair, and then he'd be like trying to flirt with them and take his hat, and then he would be pissed. Also, the fact and that he, he was, the fact that he was on a date where he had to get dirty is so funny. Also, okay, the kids from the second date are definitely from a casting agency, and they were trash. Like, why are you yelling at these guys? I said, <laughs> I wrote something down about those kids. I said the kids are savages, and I love them. I need them yelling at me at the gym or when I have my phone wasted at three a.m. <laughs> For sure, not like both of us being like. Should I text this person? And we're like, yeah, for sure. Like, 100%. You and I are the worst. We literally need to, like, trade phones. 
I also wrote down that they just need to stop with all the Ari shit. Like, they need to stop mentioning him, stop talking about him, stop giving him any more airtime. Now we're in episode two, and she says, my ex, my ex. Like, okay. I I also think she's referring, though, to her, like, long-term ex more than Ari, because you only knew him for two months, so. But she could also just be, like, last season. Yeah, for sure. Like, you, you don't need to refer to him. Yeah. Um... Okay, what else did I write down? Okay, Clay, I think, is really, really nice. Like, the football player. Yes. I, I, okay, he, he's, like, my top four. I think he's really nice. I just don't think he's going to, like... He has, like, the two nice guy... So yeah, no, he's too nice. He's, he's not going to last. Um, I also wrote down... Um, okay, I want to talk about Colton's relationship with Tia. What does the what is the word relationship? He was like, oh, we spend a weekend together. He's also a virgin. So, like, okay, what does his version of virgin mean? A weekend. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like okay, when someone's like, oh, I'm a virgin, a virgin, and then they've actually done anal. Like, yeah, that's what I was going to be like, like, butt stuff only? Or yeah, like, or, like, mouth stuff? stuff only? Or, like, what's yeah. your deal here? Because I feel like there's definitely been some mouths on, like, you know, foreign places, for sure. Oh, if they spent a weekend sure. together, like, do they sleep in the same bed? For sure. And like, also, how do they meet? Like, I'm, and she's on the next episode. Like, they obviously did yes. that because they know that. I'm but like, stoked. I don't think they're from the same place. Like, I think he's like a, a little bit thirsty, but I still love him, and I would marry he's him. A and cute teeth. And he has he a is foundation a for cystic fibrosis. Like, it's amazing. That's so nice. Um, but they were talking about it on, like, the Touching Base podcast, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, he, because he was saying that he fly, he goes to every state to deliver those pets. Yeah. And they're like, that's that not cost-effective for a charity. Like, why can't you just ship all these vests, and then you could probably ship more vests. Like, why do you have to go personally deliver it to each state? You know what? He's just, like, a really down-to-earth good guy. Okay. So there's, like, no convincing you that he's done anything wrong. No, like, he can do no wrong in my eyes. Ivan, I don't even follow celebrities on Instagram, but I followed him and his dog. Yeah. Like, I just want to show support to my new boyfriend. (laughs) You want to be a dog mom? I'll be a dog mom for him. For sure. Like, you know how struggling I feel about being a dog mom? Like, he is so good looking. He is probably, like, the best, like, top five. He's a hottie. I he looks real good in a backwards hat. I bet he looks real good naked, too. Like... (laughs) Whoa. I just can't handle him. I think this podcast is more explicit. Like, he's so cute. He's so cute. Um, you were okay. thinking it. You said it. You yep. that line. You know where that line's from. <laughs> White chicks. And I wrote down uh, Jean Blanc, the colonisier. First of all, that's a fake fucking job what the fuck how do you afford all those fucking colognes um i said he needs to fucking scram but he does remind me of a man's brother it should be a white chicks too okay also you know that's his full name like okay he was interviewed or no someone slid into his dms on instagram yeah and they were like oh is your real name john blanc and blanc is actually his last name like they were trying to make it like jack stone oh that's stupid um, yeah i'm just gonna check the, the warriors score one sec. Oh, good. Sports. What was, my, what was my prediction? 108? 108 to 101, yeah. Uh, Warriors are winning right now. 19 to 11. I really but I mean, it's, it's still like, early. I hope Tristan oh. Thompson feels oh, like he directly... just made a jump shot with an assist from LeBron. So. Oh, LeBron is so hot. 
He is hot. I, anytime I see him, though, I was like, you were in train wreck. Okay, it was just announced that Shonda Rhimes has set Anna Delvey series as first Netflix project. Yes! Oh, that'll be good. Okay, you heard it here first. That is exciting! Okay, I don't know why you're not turning anymore. That's fine. Um, what else did I write? Oh, Jason, who's the banker, I said his name is not actually Jason. It's obviously either Brad or Chad or Thad. Yeah, for sure. Brad, Chad, Thad, any of those. And, like, I wonder if he packed his Patagucci vest and his deal slides. Yeah, because, like, he is a shod, for sure. A shod. Um, also, at the end, when Jordan was walking around with just his boxers on, they also, in the previews, they made it look like he was walking around completely naked. Oh, yeah, for sure. But then he didn't put his clothes back on. No, I thought that was so weird. So, he was also still wearing his shoes. Yeah, I know. I like, found that very bizarre. Like, is there glass? Is there cut glass? Maybe there was cut glass. Maybe someone dropped something. Probably. Also, okay, like, in the back of one of the scenes, they have a clear jar. And did you see on the side it said whey protein? No. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Um, yeah, but, and then he was talking about it at the end. Like, how he's like, yeah, I just want, like, when he was talking to Beck. I think, but he's like, yeah, I just want a mini Jordan, like, get him, like, an ice cream cone and, like, a G-Wagon. <laughs> You're a douche. That makes no I'm sense. fucking kidding me. And even when he had his, like, towel blanket wrapped around him, and Beck was like, oh, where do I pin this rose? And he's, like, right in the center in the cleavage. Like, yeah, it's so bitch? weird. No, it was so weird. But, yeah, no, this season is actually surprisingly going really well. Yes, I love it. Yeah, I think um, we should stop here because we're out of time. Notes. I wrote Colton is a cutie and bless him. Oh, he is a cutie. On that note, I really think we should end because we're at an hour ten. Wow, we are a chatty bunch. We are today. a chatty okay. bunch. I hope that you don't mind the long pod. We just haven't potted in a while and we were really excited. Um, a lot of stuff happened. So. A lot of stuff happened, yeah. And then we'll plan. I feel like we have like more open schedule well maybe not i'm away next weekend but that's fine we'll we'll just discuss we'll figure it out we'll but figure yeah, it I out i should be here next the weekend after but thank you for listening thank you for tuning thank in you. um thank you. bless all of you we hope you have a blessed weekend safe weekend stay hydrated stay hydrated water water okay hey love, love you miss, miss you, you. bye, bye.